Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Absolute riskiest thing you can do on radio in today's America is talk about Black Lives Matter. Talk about race. Talk about George Floyd. Allow questions to come up and then discuss them. Risky to the point of just putting your entire career on the line. I ask you, what else is there to do? If the conversation is we're not having enough conversations, well, then my goodness... How do you avoid it? You see, I don't think some things need conversation. I think we're there. You can't put your knee on someone's neck for eight minutes. That can't happen ever again. It cannot happen ever again. The suspect is black. The suspect is white. The suspect is a man. The suspect is a woman. The suspect is Christian. The suspect is Jewish. The suspect is a Muslim. It makes no difference. It cannot happen. I don't know if that takes much more conversation. I really and truly don't. But I have, if you follow me on Twitter, at Tony Katz, I am Tony Katz, by the way. Tony Katz today, that's the name of the show. 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. I do, I want to hear from you. I want to know where you are with what we have seen over the past week. The question you would love to ask, and I'll answer it, or I'll tell you why I think it's, it's uh, wrong-headed, or I'll tell you why I think there's value, or... I mean, risk people. This isn't about insulting people. This isn't about shaming people. This isn't about attacking people. It's about so many people have so many thoughts and have determined that if you don't think like they do, there's something wrong with you. It can't work that way. But there have got to be, and there certainly are, I should say, some things... That we're all like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. We're down for that. You can't put your knee on someone's neck for eight seconds. It can't be done. I mean, not eight minutes. It can't be done. It's nonsense. It has to be ended. Now, I think it's equally as nonsensical as from this to have celebrities saying that we should defund the police. It's an open letter from the co-founder of Black Lives Matter uh, in New York, Patrice Cullors, C-U-L-L-O-R-S. More money's to be spent in education and healthcare, less money for police. The letter has been signed by John Legend and Commons, The Weeknd and Lizzo, Uh, along with others. Megan Rapinoe has uh, signed uh, the letter, Brie Larson, and it says, uh, vote no on all increases to to police budgets. They want local officials to do this. Vote yes to decrease police spending and budgets. Vote yes to increase spending on healthcare, education, and community programs that keep us safe. So the answer is less money for police. I don't know how that's going to work out. I really and uh, truly don't don't know how that's going to work out. Uh, Garcetti in Los Angeles... The mayor there has announced cuts to LAPD. Best of luck, Los Angeles. It's gone from $1.189 billion. Uh, oh, they had an increase. 
from 1.189 to 1.86 billion dollars. That's a oh man, they spend a lot of money right there. They've got a pretty big police department. They've got a pretty big city. So now they're going to engage in cuts. All right. Uh, no, no, no. Let cities engage in cuts and see what happens. The question is, is that the answer? Is the answer, well, we have to take money away from police departments? If the argument is we need to change how some policing is done, why are we now saying that the conversation is we have to defund police departments? We need more money towards education. What education? Education that includes the 1619 Project from the New York Times? They lied. The 1619 Project goes about saying that the United States is founded on the idea of slavery, that they didn't like the Sheffield decision out there in in the UK. They wanted to keep their slaves, and so therefore they uh, proclaimed uh, their independence. Every historian says that's not true. The New York Times doesn't care about what's true. They win Pulitzer Prizes for pushing out these lies. So now is that the education that we're going to put our money towards? Because I'm out. Now, that makes me a racist. That makes me bigoted. That makes me uneducated. I have to listen more. I don't believe it's any of those things. Gordon Wood, the historian, says it's not true. The history books say it's not true. Sorry. Oh, the history books is written by the... Yeah, okay. You see, there's always an answer. The argument about whether or not you should have your knee on someone's neck for eight minutes as a police officer, I believe is an easy one to answer. The answer is no. Saying that money shouldn't go to policing, but money should go to education, and the education involves a lie about the foundation of the nation. Also, no. But I'll get told somehow that that's bigoted. I don't believe it is. This... Is on the streets of, I don't know if this was on the streets of Los Angeles. There are these three girls, all white, cleaning some graffiti off of a, uh, off of a building. I think it's a federal building. The graffiti said BLM. It's graffiti from one of the riots. Protesters don't engage in graffiti. Rioters, people who want to destroy things, engage in graffiti. Graffiti is the destruction of property. It's what it is. I didn't say some of the graffiti isn't beautiful. I'm saying it's a destruction of property. It's not your property. You decide to put spray paint on it. Uh, That's not what we allow. You don't put your knee on someone's neck for eight minutes. You don't spray paint things that aren't yours. Are they different? Yes. But are they both true? Yes. Are they equal? No, life is more important. It doesn't excuse the other thing, now does it? Because the minute it does, well, then you're saying that rioting is fine. You're saying that violence is fine. How in the world is rioting and violence fine? Protest is fine. Rioting and violence are not fine. And how does a group like the political left tell us that using the wrong pronoun is violence, but actual violence isn't violence. As Evan Sayet discusses in the Kindergarten of Eden, the political left is not only wrong, they're as wrong as wrong can be. They are 180 degrees diametrically opposed uh, from the truth. And by the way, we should be clear that this kind of manipulation of words and of language and of thoughts 
isn't about race. That's about political ideology. Don't ever get it twisted. They tell us that if you use the wrong pronoun, it is violence. But if you destroy a shop, well, that's understandable. Here are these three girls cleaning up graffiti. And up pulls someone's car. Now, I do not know if the woman in the car is white or black. But she will be known as BLM Karen. Like the meme, Karen. You know, the one who's always complaining about you. And listen. Why are you guys removing Black Lives Matter's graffiti? Do you see how quickly that turned? How that went from zero to a million? You want to take off BLM graffiti, therefore you don't care about black lives. This is exactly why when I am confronted with the question, uh, do black lives matter? I don't answer that question. I wouldn't know how to answer that question. Because I've already stated whether it's George Floyd or anybody else, and I will say specifically to people who are black, that you can't put your knee as a cop on someone's neck for eight minutes. You can't, now, you know what I can't, you can't do it to anybody. Do black lives matter? Absolutely. You know, there's a radio announcer, he he worked for the uh, Golden State Warriors, he actually tweeted out that all lives matter and he got fired. He got fired from his job as the announcer for for Golden State. It was Golden State or was it Sacramento Kings? It was Sacramento Kings, sorry. He got fired. He got fired for saying all lives matter because saying all lives matter is considered an affront. And the affront is you're not taking seriously what's happening to black people in America. These three girls cleaned up graffiti in their city and you know what they got told? They don't care about black people in America. That's just hard to swallow. We should leave the graffiti up. If we replace the broken windows, do we, is, are we saying we don't care about black lives in America? Can we at least admit the windows were not broken by black America or it had nothing to do with race? It had to do with ideology from people who want to burn things down, who believe in the total destruction of the nation. The rioters are black and white and all over the spectrum. We don't know this. We can't see with our eyes. Or, by, or is there a problem with saying so that, saying that, with, with, with noticing that? Because there are people out there who are desperate to tell you that the riots are absolutely fine. That the riots are just a natural extension of things. They're not a natural extension of things. The destruction of private property should never be allowed. You can't just sit by and let it happen and say, well, well, that's what you get. That's what who gets? When they destroyed the third precinct there in Minneapolis, what I said was, I'm not for it. But at least that's the target. Right? I don't think they should have done it. I think they should have been stopped. But you can see it. At least that was a focus of where your anger was. You destroy just random shops? This is what we do? We destroy random shops. Here is a woman who owns, I think it's a barbershop. She's a black woman and she has a question. Problem that bothers me, you says black lives matter. How did you say that? 
I've worked here part time. Plus, I'm a part owner of this store. You said Black Lives Matter. Why don't you choke me? I'm black. Tell him, Look what you did to my store. Why don't you choke me? I'm black. That's what you did to my store. Rioters don't care about who they destroy. Rioters don't care if you're black or if you're white. They don't care if you're down with the cause or not with the cause. There is a great video of uh, some some kids uh, in like uh, like a fifth floor, sixth floor, or third. Maybe it's only third or fourth floor apartment. I think it's in New York, and the 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 rioters are walking by, and they're in their uh, their home. They're in their apartment. They're videotaping. They're giving them a thumbs up. Next thing you know, rocks come through their windows, destroy their windows, and the kids are stunned, and they're screaming, we're on your side. Don't you understand the rider doesn't give a damn about what side you're on? The rider wants to destroy. The looters want to loot. They want to get things. They're not moving a message. Protesters are. And yes, protesters' messages get diluted by rioters, and that sucks. Because protesters need to get a message out if it's about police reform. And let's start with, I don't know, you don't put your knee on someone's neck for eight minutes. Let's get her done. If, as we've discussed on the show, we need to take a look at police unions and whether or not they protect bad cops, let's get on that today. I find that to be really interesting because I believe that to be true. Now I just need to go about being able to prove that it's true. Black Lives Matter engages a whole bunch of issues. When you see, uh, for example, the death of David Dorn. David Dorn, the retired St. Louis police captain who was killed by looters. 77 years old, a black man. It happened about 2.40 in the morning, Lee's Pawn and Jewelry on Dr. Martin Luther King Drive. Lying on the sidewalk, I saw the video, it's awful. Gunshot wound to his torso. President Trump tweeting out our highest respect to the family of David Dorn, a great police captain from St. Louis, who was viciously shot and killed by despicable looters last night. We honor our police officers perhaps more than ever before. Thank you. As some people are asking, if Black Lives Matter is about black lives, well, then what about David Dorn? Meanwhile, there's going to be a memorial service today for George Floyd. I have no issue with memorial services whatsoever. Joe Biden's going to be there. I have a serious problem with that because now it's not a memorial service. Now it's a photo op. And all these people are going to get together for George Floyd. Forget social distancing. You couldn't have a funeral for, for, your, for your father who passed away. You couldn't go visit the nursing home where your mother passed away. But they're going to do this. Social distancing no longer seems to matter. And again, I don't have any problem with a memorial for George Floyd. I have no problem saying the name. George Floyd. I have no problem noticing. I don't care if he was on fentanyl. I don't care if he was on meth. This was wrong and didn't have to happen. So the process, the, the actual maneuver has to end. Does it mean you defund cops? No. I think that's, that's madness. That's madness. That's revenge-seeking, as I see it. And that's valueless. There's nothing worthwhile about that at all. But let me go back to Black Lives Matter Karen. It's wrong for these three white girls to take graffiti off of a wall. Absolutely wrong of them to do a, such a thing. But so you don't care about black lives then? Not at all. That's not at all. 
that's what this. We certainly do care about black lives. Not enough to leave up a message. And just like that, you're dismissed because your white privilege shows how uneducated you are and you don't know. That's why when people ask me if I have white privilege, I I say no. I I refuse to engage in in that nonsense. What am I supposed to say to such a thing? I was born this way. I didn't ask for this. But here it is used as a way not of making a statement of clearly you take a look at America and it seems to be easier for some people. No, now it's used for saying that you utilize this as a way of being bigoted, that by your existence you are bigoted. Wow, that's just not going to help anybody engage a conversation whatsoever. Certainly doesn't get any people on your side and is also a lie. These girls cleaned up graffiti because that's what you're supposed to do. In my town, the next day after the big riots of Saturday night, there were people there cleaning things up. I saw a, a man and, and, and his teenage daughter. Uh, they, they were both white. It was white privilege that sent them down there to clean things up? Or was it this was where they live and they didn't want the idea out there. Uh, they didn't like these riots, and they wanted to show that the city can rebuild and get back. It doesn't mean that they think, well, good thing George Floyd is dead. That's not what they said. The people who are sweeping up street corners didn't say, well, you know, cops every now and then, they got to put their knee on someone's neck for eight minutes. No one said such a thing. This is where they live, and they didn't want it filthy. They didn't want it destroyed. They didn't want it ruined. They wanted to come back. They wanted to be a part of the recovery. And who I don't know if those people then engaged in a protest march later that day. I have absolutely positively no idea. So when you now go about saying, ah, uh, you see, that's, that's no way to utilize your white privilege. White privilege is not about recognition. It's an attack vehicle. Now, here's the worst part. Not for everybody. Some people engage the conversation of Black Lives Matter to make the clear delineation that what they're seeing in news reports regarding black people and police has to end. And some people want to utilize it as a political motivation for a political movement. Black Lives Matter New York wants to have an armed force. They want to have an armed force to be able to be out there uh, in relationship to the police. Uh, well, I, I guess. Me, I want an armed citizenry, but I've got the Second Amendment on my side, and so do you, my fellow citizen. So take advantage of it. Now the question is, what do you want to do with that armed force? Me, I want to protect myself, the ones I love. What do you want to do with that armed force? I have no problem with the citizenry being armed at all, whatsoever. I think you get a safer society that way. But when you say you want an armed force with Black Lives Matter, do you mean you don't want police doing their job at all? 
Is that the same thing as defunding cops? Does that mean you want to put up the violent front against police? What exactly does it mean? And when you ask me if I'm in favor of Black Lives Matter, you got to be able to explain the political positioning and posturing. I start where I started, or I end where I started. George Floyd should not be dead today. The cops were wrong, and they should go to jail. I believe that. There should be a trial, and I only hope that trial leads to their incarceration. But the idea that we can't have these conversations, the idea that if you don't agree with somebody, well, you're clearly not listening. They don't mean listening. They mean agreeing. If you're not agreeing, then there's something wrong with you. Well, what if I can't agree to everything? And whose agreement am I supposed to uh, get? Whose acceptance is supposed to come my way? I leave that for others. I refuse to, uh, you know, get myself wrapped up in that madness. But conversation? Sure. That's what we're here for. Completely unafraid. I'm Tony Katz.